Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. Thanks for joining us today. We are talking about episode three of Survivor season 28, Survivor Kageyan, titled Our Time to Shine. My name is Alex, and I will be your host and guide through this wonderful experience. And I'm joined by three of my friends who are relative newbies to the whole Survivor world as we go episode by episode through legacy seasons of Survivor. Um, like I said, we're going through episode three of Cognion today, and I'm joined, as always, first by Adam. Welcome to Outwatch, Adam. Glad to be back. Um, Jatia, before she is voted out, um, really describes her situation in the following way. Like the cat, the cat on the poster. Oh, hang in there. Which, of course, is a, a great reference to the the well-known cat poster that she just described. Um, Adam, how would you describe your current situation if you were to um, reference a, a similarly motivational poster? Well, I don't know how uh, uh, motivational it is, but there was one from from way back in the day of a, a cat on a railing, and it was approaching a hawk, and it just said overconfidence underneath it. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like that just perfectly just sums up my situation. Dude, that's so deep. <laughs> <laughs> is overconfidence, like, the right word? Because that's, that's almost saying, like, don't be overconfident. Because you you're not going to beat this hawk. Oh, it's going to end in disaster. But yeah, you're confident still. So, did curiosity kill the cat, or did overconfidence kill the cat? Could be both. What's really the difference? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, something that we can't even begin to get into in this Survivor <laughs> podcast. Hey, Our Emily, we weren't ready to get that deep. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, welcome to Outwatch. Hey, thanks. Uh, glad to be here. Hey, great. Uh, same question. How would you describe your current experience um, if you had to use a motivational poster to do so? Yeah, well, uh, we started talking about these posters and I started thinking about the posters that I would see in like elementary school. And I just had a really strong flashback of being in line for lunch and grabbing milk out of the little fridge thing mm-hmm. next to the poster that said winners drink milk. Yes. And uh, I've lately started using real milk in my cereal instead of almond milk. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> so I'm seeing some some faint connections there, and that's that's what I would choose. That's I'm great. A winner, I drink milk. <laughs> Do you feel like you know, like a pre-steroids Alex Rodriguez, um, <laughs> with a milk mustache? Because that was what our poster was. Yeah, definitely the milk mustache. <laughs> I think mine was Britney Spears. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> I think we had the Britney Spears one. I think my school had Britney Spears as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's pretty sure we had A-Rod, like in a Seattle Mariners hat and everything. Yeah, I do not remember who we had, but... Going to date ourselves there. We definitely had a moment. Right? <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> hey, Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Hey, how's it going? So good. Um, Scott, same question. How would you describe your experience in a motivational poster? Um, so the only poster I can think of would be like from high school. So, um, we live in, I live in Indiana. Um, so like the IHSAA, like the high school athletic association <laughs> yes. thing was like, get dirty, but play clean. And that's, all uh, I yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I do too. But, so I guess that's it. <laughs> Trying to like grind and be successful, but doing it in a way that's really, really on top of my on top of my game, I guess. Yeah, with a high moral character. That's important. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. That I can only get from playing high school sports. Yeah, it builds uh, character and grit in a way that nothing else does. It also, uh, in many cases, gives you immense shame and scarring that you'll have to go to therapy for. Yep. yep. Mm. Well, let's talk about Survivor, shall we? Yes, let's do yeah. it. Do we have to? Cool. That's kind of the point of this podcast. So <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, let's do that. All right, I'm here for it. Uh, so let's start out with tree mail. We'll take a look at what happened um, in this episode. It's happening right now. So first of all, uh, we get back from tribal council and Morgan confronts Jeremiah there right in front of the whole tribe, says, why didn't you vote with us? You said you would vote for us pretty well. Outing him um, as untrustworthy to the rest of the beauty tribes. Then at the reward challenge, a reward for chicken and eggs, uh, beauty wins handily and the brains totally blow it, um, allowing Bron to come back and win some eggs and brain to go home with nothing once again. Back at the beauty tribe in their uh, reward, they find an idle clue to an idol that has already been found by LJ days ago and have a lot of fun with their chickens. And we get a great chicken based sex education scene as well. Um, back at the Braun tribe, people start to get a little bit antsy about Cliff and his potential upside. Sarah throws Cliff's names out. Uh, Tony shows up as well. They begin to start to talk about Trish, too, about throwing the challenge to vote Cliff out. Um, Wu is not on board with this idea. And we get into the immunity challenge, not being quite sure about what Braun is going to do. At the immunity challenge, despite perhaps the best efforts of Braun to lose the challenge, uh, Brain Tribe is again so hapless that they finish last um, and are sent to tribal council again, um, threatening to whittle their numbers down to three. Um, at first, they seem to lean voting for Jatia and blindsiding her, but then Tosh and Cass start to second guess that decision. And we get the picture of a decision that's based between Spencer and individual skill versus Jatia and her loyalty to Tasha and Cass. Uh, there's some live tribal action at Tribal Council. This might be the first time we've had a, quote, live tribal, such that there are people like making decisions and changes on the fly. Uh, and amidst all the chaos, Cass and Tish, Cass and Tosh. <laughs> <laughs> Cass and Tosh decide there we go. <laughs> to vote for Jatia, sending her home um, long overdue, perhaps after the spilling of the rice. And Spencer lives to fight another day. And the brains are down to a measly three, Tasha, Cass and Spencer. What a thrilling episode we had today. Um, Scott, do you remember any moment of this episode in particular really jumping out to you um the big part that really jumped out to me was how like inept jatia was in challenges yeah she's very bad like the flag part like where she's like trying to rearrange the flag and the i think it was the reward challenge mm -hmm. and like she couldn't get it right and she just kept like turning it and they're like stop moving the flag yeah and then, <laughs> And then the other team came back and passed them. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like, I can't believe this chick got put on my team. Whatever brains they have have clearly evaporated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a next level blown challenge because it was not like they had they had won. Yeah. All they had to do was raise the flag 
and she like spent what looked like a number of minutes, you know, <laughs> trying to organize the flag correctly on the lift to bring it up. Yeah, I was so frustrated watching that whole thing. <laughs> That's probably like the biggest thing I took away from this episode was just how like annoyed I was watching <laughs> the challenges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adam, did you have a favorite moment in this episode? I got really frustrated with the uh, Braun tribe. I think I harped on that a lot because they were trying to throw a challenge. Okay. Um, And that just feels like it's never a good idea in my mind to throw a challenge, even if you're a little bit frustrated with somebody or fear the longevity of the game. Um, Yeah. Like that really got that, that like kind of frustrated me. I think tribal was crazy like that. Yeah. It was nuts. Live tribal. I didn't even know what to think. Like, yeah, yeah, that that was a lot. (laughs) That was the first time, right, that we've seen people kind of making their minds up at at tribal council, right? Yeah, it it really. I I really think it was. I don't think we've ever seen that before. You can Um, really say it was a live tribal. That's right. Yeah, it's happening right now. <laughs> like low key sounds like you doing an impression yeah, of Jeff Rose. Like, that, like that is the highest possible praise. Thank you, <laughs> Emily. Did you have a favorite moment? I would echo what's been said. I was like, uh, when they showed Jatia trying to arrange the flag on the mat, like it was a rectangle, like a a throw rug sized mat that yep. she had to put this flag on. And they kept cutting to her arranging this flag. I was like, they have to be doing this on purpose because it's infuriating me. <laughs> just, you've put so many other objects on this mat in this challenge. And now you can't figure out how to put a flag on it. Like I really thought they must have been editing it to make it seem worse than it was because I was like, are you kidding me? The whole time. It was so <laughs> you know what it made me think of just in this moment is that moment in SpongeBob where uh, he's like, Patrick, the lid. The lid, the lid, the lid, the lid, the lid, the lid. It's like Jatia to the left. No, the left, the left. Move your hand to the left. (laughs) Yeah, it was a a rough look. Uh, Before we dig too deep into this episode, let's update the audience really quickly on our fantasy teams. And then at the end of the episode, we'll do a scoring update. Uh, Adam, do you want to let the viewers know or remind them who's on your tribe? Yes, so Team Earlobes, uh, we have Spencer uh, on Brain, Wu on Brawn, Tasha also on Brain, Jeremiah on Beauty, and Cliff uh, rounding out Wu-Tang for Brawn. Wu-Tang. Emily, you want to let us know your tribe? Yes, my tribe is Dara's Second Wind. Yes. I have. I have I that. Heck yeah. Um, I have Cass, who's from the Brain, Brain. Tribe. Mm-hmm. I have Sarah from Braun, Alexis from Beauty, mm-hmm. Trish from Braun, and Jeffra from Beauty. All right. Scott, your RN Jesus appointed group. Yes. So. Um, tribe R and Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> um, I have Lindsay from the Braun tribe, right? She's on Braun. Yep. Yes. Okay. Tony from Braun, Morgan from Beauty, LJ from Beauty, and Jatia from Brain. Rip in peace, Jatia. Yeah. Rip in peace. So the first casualty of this fantasy season goes to Scott's R and Jesus tribe. Um, unsurprisingly, nobody 
chose to take Jati, and that turned out to be a good move by everyone. Good, good idea, guys. <laughs> good job, guys. So let's just kind of go through the main points of the episode here, and feel free to jump in as always, too, if you've got um, related things you want to talk about or bring up. Um, so the first thing that happens is Morgan kind of comes back from tribal and sort of blows up Jeremiah's spot a little bit and kind of outs him as playing both sides. Um, Emily, what did you think about Morgan's attempt to kind of throw him under the bus there? Did you think that was a a wise and savvy move on her part? Or do you think that uh, <laughs> just created more negativity? Yeah, um, I'm going to say even from the way you phrased the question, I think we're on the same page because uh, <laughs> they came back and and she just like started laying into him in front of everyone. Right. That's mm-hmm. what the scene is. And I remember just being very uncomfortable. I was like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like, this is not strategic at all. So, yeah, I did not think that that added anything to her, her game. I, I don't see what she was trying to gain from it mm. either, actually. Cause I, I, I think in her head, she was like, this will so dissent in their alliance. But I, I just don't see how that actually happens. Yeah, it just, I, doesn't, it, it just doesn't seem like there's a point to it. Yeah, I assume that her reasoning is that she's going to try and get somebody else on the hot seat since instead of her, since she would mm. logically be the next person to go. Is like, look, you can't trust Jeremiah. But what she's doing is she's pointing out, hey, like he aligned with you guys. Mm-hmm. Like that's, yeah. that's what she's doing. Like, that's it. Yeah. He chose you guys over me. <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> yeah. I, so I thought immediately of LJ's lovely quote from like episode one. Mm. Like, would you like you to can, hear that one? Yeah, let's hear it. I trust cute more than I trust <laughs> hot. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's a monster yeah. <laughs> also i just kind of want to know is anything anybody ever just completely gone like complete public anything in survivor and it actually worked out for them that's actually a really great question of where you just like all right everyone here's the deal yeah this is what's going on and it's like oh yeah they have a point yeah, because I feel like a rare. I feel like it would not have a very high success rate. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, inclined to agree with that. I mean, we saw who was it, Garrett, in this try to be like, like really early on in this season, try to be like, this is who we're going to vote for, and we're all going to sit here and make sure no one else like distracts from that. And, and that yeah, clearly didn't work well. <laughs> yeah, he got voted out. Yeah, yeah. And then Jatia stayed around for two whole. Yeah, that's a great example. Cool. Um, I feel inclined to point out to you that Jeremiah is Dara level bad in confessionals. Whenever he has a confessional, he's like, I don't know, you know, it's like there's going towards me, you know, and I try my best, you know, but, you know, it's just not quite, you know, there for me. Yep. His confessional, and I know which one you're talking about, I think. Yes. Because all I could think about was, wow, I wonder how many times he just said, you know. A lot. More than he said other words. And that was in the confessional they used. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So imagine the ones they didn't use. Yeah, I bet they were gems. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure. Um, So not loving Jeremiah at this point. Um, He does, uh, in a little bit though, once they, well, we'll get to this after the challenge. So reward challenge. Um, 
the brains, we get to see them practicing it again, and it once again does not really work out for them super well, despite their uh, choice to practice. And we get the classic survivor blindfolded, walk through a series of obstacles and hit your nuts on them a number of times. Challenge. Yeah, that was so painful to watch. I hate these challenges. That was really terrible. Yeah. I hurt watching it. I, I, right? <laughs> Like maybe we just raise all the obstacles like six inches. <laughs> no. See, that's the thing. Like, if you just race it just a little bit more, then it wouldn't get caught on your leg or something. Or yeah, you know, your dingle dangle. Yeah. What did what did she call it in the last season? They're dinglings. Oh, they're dinglings. I hope their <laughs> dinglings get stuck on a vine. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> I don't really like these challenges because for that reason, it's like. They just look like they hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. And Jeff, you know, had all of his uh, LJ gets hit right in the one spot that no man ever wants to get hit. <laughs> like, so, so many words to, to describe. Right. <laughs> I saw. Well, I um, think there was. Um, who was it? What's her name? Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. She, I remember seeing her and she's wearing like just like bathing suit bottoms. Yeah. And like smacking her hip bones on things. I was like, oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hurt me to watch. Didn't someone like, oh man, someone like hit their shin on something too, right? Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, someone like tripped over a box. A oh barrel. yeah. Cass like tackled a whole barrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't like Spencer about fell over the back fence, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At one point. Yeah. yeah. I liked too when uh when Tony picked up like the tube that the flag was held in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got it. I got the flag. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know a secret? <laughs> I got the flag. <laughs> <laughs> weird <laughs> so beauty wins uh brains well do we need to talk more about brains gigantic collapse we covered it pretty well they are like win. they've won or at least gotten second and they just like can't put the flag on the thing right to bring it up well yeah and they, they had multiple problems where they just jatia wasn't like pulling when she was being told to pull yeah. so like the whole thing would go cockeye and then yeah and then they would lose the Object yeah. that they were trying to lift. Yeah, so it was, it was just epically bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tough look for the brain stribe who loses again. Yeah. Do we have any takes on um, the chicken-based rewards? Did anyone win um, chickens in Pearl Islands? They did, right? Did they? Uh, Didn't Rupert like have chickens? Traded for some cooked chicken in this town. That could have been it. Yeah, I think that's all it was. Yeah, I think you're right, because Rupert would have befriended a chicken if they had a chicken. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Rupert. What do you think about uh, there being live chickens that they get? Feel weird about that? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And also that they they killed the rooster there to eat. I was going to say they killed one of them, like, Uh, right off the bat. Wait, did they kill the rooster? They killed the rooster. Did they really? I think so, right? Or maybe not. they couldn't have. They, they had to kill one of the chickens. Because the, the thing about chickens is they won't lay eggs if there's not a rooster around. Yeah, we got a, a really in-depth explanation of that from LJ this episode. That was, <laughs> that was such an infuriating conversation for me because uh, Jeff is like, you'll get three chickens and a rooster. And Emily looks at me and is like, why would they get a rooster? 
And I was like, because they want legs with a chicken around. And then they, or without, yeah, with a, a rooster around. And then there's this like crazy long, it seems like about this whole process. It yeah. Like, Guys. It was so funny. Uh, I think it was Alexis. She's like, so how do they like lay eggs? And I, I forget who it was. I might have been LJ. And he was like, well, you have eggs inside of you, right? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I guess. And he was like, and how do they become babies? <laughs> oh, so a man has to come along. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Biology. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Jeremiah did bite the bullet, so to speak, um, and take out the chicken himself, resulting in this hope from him. I, I hope I earned some major man points today. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Jeremiah. I wonder who told him to say that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, say something about being a man at yeah. Jeremiah. I mean, I, I was fine with it. I feel like it's a good reward. Did, I mean, like, you, Emily, you said that you didn't like it. Like, no. what what didn't you like about it? Well, I just like animals. I'm just one of those people. So watching a chicken get killed on TV wasn't my favorite. But you're they not, blurred it out. But. but you're not a vegetarian, right? No. So you're a hypocrite? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I don't like <laughs> watching it, you know? Fair. Fair. <laughs> Would be upsetting one, for a lot I of people. Have, I have a medium take. Take. Okay. I don't <laughs> I don't know how far a dozen eggs is really gonna go for the second place trap. Yep. Yep. Uh, a couple days. Yep. Yeah, yep. that was a weird that is kind of a weird uh, reward, isn't it? And the okay, yep. the thing with that too is you have to eat those like the day you get them. Because how are well, you you can't refrigerate eggs. But the thing is, that's that's a pretty American thing. Like most countries don't actually refrigerate their eggs. Like eggs can, if they're if they're fresh and they haven't been given a lot of, um, you know, things to help the chickens grow and whatnot, then for, uh, eggs will stay fresh on like your counter for a couple days. Yeah, but how hot is it there? That's fair. It's probably I, pretty I, hot. You got, you got a couple days, I would say. Okay. See, I would have just assumed like these eggs are going to go bad by the end of the day. If we don't know, eat like why? Why hang on to them? Like just cook them and eat them, right? Like right, or just boil them and you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was um actually a a, a fight in the most recent episode or season of Survivor, um early on between two people who had a lot of um hard opinions about when they should eat eggs. So your knowledge would have been really helpful in this sense, Adam. Often that people say phrases like that to me, Alex. So I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to this episode a few times just to. I'm happy to help. <laughs> like the cat, the cat on the poster. Oh, hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the Braun Tribe before this immunity challenge considers throwing the challenge. Adam, you've already said that you always think throwing a challenge is a bad idea. Was our Pearl Island experience perhaps? Uh, the reason for you thinking that way? I, well, I, I just don't see like, what is the strategic advantage? Like the thing that you're worried about is there's someone on your tribe that you think is going to do really well, but they're not with you. So the question is, why aren't you teaming up with them? Like, why is that not your priority here? And then making yourself stronger in comparison, as opposed to just basically weakening the whole game. 
Do you think there's the possibility that maybe they suspect a tribe swap is coming soon and they don't want this person that they don't think they can work with or that will stay with them being swapped onto another tribe and gaining numbers against them? Uh, I just, I don't see it as a possibility. I think that you have to, I, I think the problem that a lot of people run into in the game is people basically just don't think ahead at all. And then there are people who only think ahead. Like there are a lot of people who are really good at this sort of like mid range. Like I'm looking at the next four days and beyond that, nothing really matters. Interesting. Playing the short game, but not the too short game. Yeah, I, I think it's it's important to get through not just this tribal, but the next two tribals. And beyond that, I mean, the game changes so much. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. You don't know who's going to be going to tribal anyway. You don't know if you can even trust half the people that you're in an alliance with. It's just there are too many variables to plan like, OK, this is it. I, I get the whole instinct of like, here's two, three people. Like we're going to go to the final three together and then we're going to try to build around that. But the problem with that will always come down to someone else in that alliance that you built is going to say, okay, but I'm not one of the final three. So why should I even bother aligning with you? Mm -hmm. If you never go that far, like it's, it's just, it makes your game a lot more fluid. It makes it a lot easier. I think to kind of push further. That could be totally wrong too. <laughs> like, well, I, I think flexibility is a really important part of being a good survivor player. Cause you're right. Things are going to change with a lot of frequency and having the flexibility to say, okay, this changed, uh, I can adapt, I, is really important. Um, having a roadmap is probably important too, but I, I would say that flexibility is probably more important. Yeah. yeah, back to your point though, like you can always like, why not team up with Cliff and work with your people you're already working with? And then, then you're think, like, you got options. The, 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 the thing that... The thing that worries, the thing that worries people in this type of game is instead of going from your individual tribes to one big tribe, you're going from your individual tribes to two tribes. So you can wind up on a completely separate tribe from someone. And then you're hoping that when the big tribe comes back together, you can basically convince all those people, Hey, Braun, we're still tight. Like Braun's going to stick together no matter what, if we got this hundred percent. And that's that's the fear you're working with. But the thing is, if you're not sitting here going, I am banking on them being on my alliance come big merger, it's not really that big of a concern. I, I just think it's always better to not go to tribal. Yeah, like statistically, I think you've definitely got a point. I'm usually against throwing challenges too. Um, I think you've seen a lot more instances in Survivor where that goes poorly than when it does well. So I'm usually of the same thinking. Um, I think the exception maybe is like, all right, we are going to swap or we're going to merge like next time. Like there's we just have to be, you know, and there's this person on our tribe who I know if he or if they get swapped to a tribe with these people or if I get swapped to a tribe with them or if we merge and he rejoins with these other people that's going to be bad for me right yeah i think that's really the only occasion where that makes sense um and i i don't know i don't think that it was um that big of a deal 
in this episode, you know, that they would need a swap or they, they would need a throw to get rid of Cliff. Um, and that's the thing, especially with this, we're talking about someone who you can kind of pit everyone else against because of his success in his professional career. Sure. You can look at him and say like, why does this guy deserve a million dollars? Yeah. Like he was a professional basketball player. I feel like he's too easy of a person to get rid of to throw a challenge for. Yeah. I would agree with that. And I mean, you see that play out um, in the way that they talk about, you know, rallying people to throw against throw the challenge at his, you know, detriment. Yeah. The, I think what they see though, too, is the, like the threat level of him where it's like, he is a really athletic guy. He's really charming and people really like him yeah. and he like knows the game, you know, like he could get swapped to a different tribe, get a whole new cast of people who he rallies to, you know, and yeah. get to the merge. And he's got this whole, you know, squad that's running with him. Um, without, making too many basketball metaphors <laughs> and he's going to go dunk on you. <laughs> run yeah. it back, run, run it, it back, back cliff, run it back. So yeah. did it look to you uh, like they were actually trying to throw this challenge? Emily, did you have a perception one way or the other? The only time I really noticed it was when it was um, Sarah and Trish, I think they were trying to dive for the buoys and then they would come up and just take their time, like treading water mm -hmm. and acting, I think acting like they couldn't go get the buoys. And then when they had to um, get the balls back to cliff, when he was shooting baskets, they would kind of take their time on that. Mm -hmm. They kind of cut it where um, cliff would shoot a basket and miss it. And then they would like take forever to get the ball back to him. And he was kind of like, what? Mm. <laughs> But then he obviously is a basketball player and was able to sink the shots. That was just a huge indicator of how terrible brain is Dude. as a drive. Right. But they just like, even with them trying to take their time, they still could not lose the challenge because brain was so bad. I don't know if I've ever seen a purer picture of frustration than Spencer in that challenge. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, ah, ah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he was trying so hard. He was trying so hard. The, the the only reason they would have completed that challenge in time was single-handedly because of him. I was gonna say this was a good Spencer episode. He just, he, I mean, he came in, he played that, he played so hard. It was, it would have been so depressing to see him get voted out just because of that. Like right. Jatia, who has just been terrible the entire game, has proven time and time again that she is not good at this stay over Spencer who yeah, just put left everything on the field. Like, yeah. Yeah. Watching her unable to swim to a ball with like any speed whatsoever, or like get the first buoy that's like three feet down or whatever. Was yeah. Pretty tough to watch. Do you think Spencer maybe wears his emotions and especially his negative emotions on his sleeve a little bit too much? I think at this point, I don't blame him. That's fair. just keep losing. Maybe if he were to start out this way, it would be like, okay, calm your jets. Is that uh -huh. crazy? Like the cat, your jets, cat on the poster. Oh, hang in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> if he had started out that way, it would have been one thing, but I can understand his frustration because I was feeling that too. Yeah. They're yeah. really bad. Yeah. I, I feel so bad for him watching it. Like, 
you can tell that he really loves Survivor and really has a good idea of what's going on and how to yeah. play the game. But he's just like surrounded by a bunch of people that are not like successful Survivor players. We'll mm-hmm. just put it that way. <laughs> and yeah, and like I think yeah. that this and we'll talk about this next episode too because it's pretty relevant too but like it's a survivor is a lot of luck too right of course it takes a lot of skill and like mental strength and all that but like it is sheer bad luck that spencer is at the point that he is in this game right now because the people on his tribe you could maybe argue that after this episode, the three that are left are good at Survivor. You know, you could argue that Tasha and Cass and Spencer are good at Survivor. Everyone else is just objectively terrible at Survivor. And the combination of that and the way that like the tribe dynamics sorted out were that like Spencer, who is knows a lot about Survivor and so far has been pretty good at it, is at in like the weak position in a terrible tribe. Right. Pretty much by no fault of his own. Well, yeah. and he really could have been in a really good position if Garrett hadn't been an idiot. Right. And it's because he was an idiot <laughs> right. that he wasn't. Right. It's a, it wasn't it wasn't even Spencer's fault that all that happened. He just happened to be aligned with the person who really screwed everything over. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, like it's really the brain tribe is really just unfortunate. Like mm-hmm. they, they almost it's almost that they, they they think they're so smart they don't need to they don't they're, they're not playing well just because they're trying to overthink everything or they're trying mm. to be like well this is better for us long term to keep jotia or whatever sure you know it's just it's just dumb like <laughs> yeah just frustrating to watch so the big decision then going into tribal is between Cass and J- or not Cass, spencer and jotia um do you value the skill um, in the game savvy of Spencer, or do you value the loyalty, the perceived loyalty, at least of Jatia? You know, all things being equal there, Scott, what do you think the the more valuable thing for Tasha and Cass is going into that vote? For me, I, I would be thinking I would be thinking of keeping Spencer because kind of like what we've talked about, like you don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. And let's say, yeah, you got to go into a challenge. Okay. Tomorrow it's Cass, Tasha and Jatia. You are, I mean, it's probably pretty safe to say they're probably going to lose. They're going to wind up right back there. And then it's okay. You're going to vote out Jatia anyway. So for me, I would be thinking, okay, how am I going to, who gives me the best chance to get by the next three to four days and help me avoid tribal council. And I think in this case, it would probably be to keep Spencer because he gives you some form of like a physical threat, mm-hmm. albeit he's not, you know, he's not as athletic, quote unquote, as, you know, others in this game right now, but he's the best chance that you've got. And so I would probably be leaning Spencer. Uh, yeah. When they came back after losing that challenge, they were like, um, and I'm talking about Cass and um, Tasha, who basically decided who went home. They were like, yeah, Jatia's going home. I was like, absolutely. She's not good in challenges. Why would you keep her? Why have you kept her this long? She's the reason you keep going to travel council, basically. And then they kept flip-flopping, and it was infuriating to me. Like, I didn't even see the point of trying to vote out Spencer. Because I know that they were trying to think more long-term, but, like, is 
uh, is Jatia even that loyal? She's the one who threw rice on your fire. Like she's yeah. not, <laughs> I don't feel like she's that loyal unless well, they're, I mean, you know what? Like they're just, no. it didn't prove it in anything that we've seen. Even, even ignore the loyalty aspect. Assume that she's a hundred percent loyal. Do you think that she has a strong enough social game to help you build a, a good alliance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I, like, I don't think she's good at any part of this game. So having her in an alliance with you, the only thing it does is if you manage to drag her to the final three, you automatically are winning against her. <laughs> you know, but you got to get there first. Now, I, I'm going to dissent with you here because this is, I think, would be a really tough move to make. And I don't think that even if I was, you know, Tasha or Cassier, I probably wouldn't do it either. But if you have, if you expect a swap coming right up, and I, I'd imagine that they, uh, someone who knows Survivor at this point would come to expect that. Mm-hmm. I think your better move is to keep Jatia because there's no, you've got no idea who, like how the swap is going to swap out. Um, and you're almost definitely going to be in the minority no matter how it goes, right? But the chances, I think, of Spencer, as soon as they swap to a new tribe, Spencer's being like, thank God, I am done with you two forever. (laughs) I'm (laughs) never doing this ever again. Who wants me are very high. I think the chances of that happening with Jatia are much lower because you've saved her for two or three tribals in a row now. And so I... If you are pretty sure that there's no swap co- or that there is a swap coming, I think it might behoove you to keep Jatia. Um, so actually something I thought about when we started talking about this was that when they were deliberating during tribal council, um, it was obviously very stressful for Spencer. And when they came back to camp, which this may have been in the next episode. He was very, <laughs> sorry. Huh? He was very grateful and he like gave them hugs and he was like, mm-hmm. okay, we're in this. Like, I'm, I'm so thankful that you kept me like, thank you so much. So I wonder if that made an impact on him. Um, well, the thing that gets me about, I, I, I can really understand where you're coming from, Alex. And I think that that's a completely valid thing to think about. I think when it comes to Cass though, in particular, Tasha may not be this way, but I think Cass and Spencer, I think they work well together. So I think yeah. Spencer's sort of looking at this like, I think she's a smart player. I think that she does this, you know, she has a pretty good grasp of the game. So even if he doesn't think that way about Tasha, who, I don't know, I, I think Spencer is kind of more likely to stay loyal to Cass. because, mm-hmm. And they kind of had a relationship before that. So I think Cass is sort of... I, I think if I'm cast, I have to look at it like, you know what? Spencer's good at this game. We've been kind of loyal throughout this whole process. If I stay loyal to him now, I might manage to win his loyalty for the rest of the game, completely ignoring Tasha's element to this. I think also if you wind up in a merger situation, your natural inclination, well, they're pretty smart about the game though. I was going to say your natural inclination is probably to stay to the people that you're already that you don't like dislike on your tribe. So if Spencer Cass and Tasha don't dislike each other going into it, their natural inclination is well, the three of us can stick together and kind of see how we can pick apart somebody else as opposed to just like, you know, I'm done with you guys. Cause I, I really don't think that Cass and Tasha are really the problem of the tribe. 
Yeah. And I mean, ultimately, that's what it comes down to is like it is loyalty either way. Ultimately, I think. And is is it do you think that like Spencer is going to be loyal enough to you to like levy that risk um, of voting him or or Jatia out? Right. If you are convinced that if we swap, dude, Spencer's gone. Like, I think they vote him out for sure. But yeah, because they sure. think about it and they're like, no, maybe he will stick with us. Ultimately, it's a like it's a, a test of loyalty, right? Yeah. It's a tough decision. I, 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 it is. I, for one, am quite glad they voted Jatia out because Spencer's a lot more fun to watch. So if you are, you know, Jatia, sorry, not Jatia. If you are Tasha, Cass, Spencer at this point, other than just hoping for a favorable swap, what is the game plan for this bronze tribe in, you know, the um, immediate to medium to long term, how does someone from this tribe uh, have a, a path forward to success in this game? I kind of think you need a merge. <laughs> like I, I, I genuinely, I don't, I think it's hard for brains to be successful at this point without a merge. I think, I think they've just lost too much. And then I was just going to say, and then it's just finding cracks in other teams. Like they exist. You just have to be there. Yeah. I was going to kind of go off of that, like kind of along those lines. I was going to say like, they need to probably find a very physical ish member to join with them in some form of Alliance. And then they can then kind of be the strategic brain, use their brain, I guess, quote unquote, pun intended in this case to kind of <laughs> work that work that alliance to kind of get themselves to the top but yeah i think as it stands right now they're kind of hosed man yeah whatever brains they have have clearly evaporated <laughs> we saw this to a degree with the tribes in pearl islands um, once they kind of got whittled down in the merge a little bit um where a small tight group um can stick around for a long time um, because they aren't perceived as threatening. It's like, ah, oh, those brains, we can get them out whenever. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so as long as they do like stick together to some degree, if they are kept together, um, they can basically put themselves out there as, Hey, brains, beauty, you guys are each other's biggest threats. Uh, who wants us, you know, and survive that way for quite some time. Until the numbers are more even, and then maybe they can make a move. Hey, anything else uh, from this episode before we get into our fantasy rundown? Do we want to talk more about tribal and about the whispering and the murmuring and how things were? It's happening right now. Happening right now. <laughs> I just, like that would be so frustrating to not be Cass or Tasha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's this thing that's happened. Um, fairly recently and then it, it ducked back down thankfully where people would actually like get out of their seats in tribal and like whisper things to each other um while it's going on i actually don't like it i feel like there should be a rule that you have to sit no. in your seat um but it yeah it, it even evolves from here that's no it's yeah, that's too much crazy. yeah i agree i really can't wait to uncover that on future future seasons of <laughs> that's right i think uh is that second chances when that first happens i think it is we will find out indeed all right <laughs> hey well let's do um a score recap from this episode 
um, and check out our early season scores. Um, Scott, unfortunately, Team R and Jesus did employ Jatia, and so because of that, uh, you will end this episode with four points coming up in last place. Uh, Dara's second win finishes the episode with five points. And the Earlobe Tribe finishes with six points because you have Wu, and Wu named this episode. So that's your one point that pushes you uh, over the edge right now. Wu-Tang forever. Scott, do you have any parting words for your lost member, Jatia? Um, Not particularly. Um, (laughs) um, You know, she really did her best. She hung in there to the best of her ability. But it just wasn't meant to be. So like the cat, the cat on the poster. Oh, hang in there. <laughs> oh yeah, hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll move on. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, R and Jesus moves in mysterious ways, and maybe one of those ways was to give you Jatia so that you could learn from this heartache of losing yeah. a member so early on. You know, there's a lot of seasons within the season of Survivor. So mm. we'll see. yeah, we're just on to the next one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Mm. <laughs> Amen. Great. Well, uh, thanks for listening <laughs> to this episode of Outwatch. Uh, stick with us because next episode, we're on naturally to episode four of this season called Odd One Out, where we have a big survivor twist. See you Are next you time. It's revealed in the preview for the next episode. It is. It's a it's a tribe swap. There's a tribe swap. <laughs>